It's all getting killed, but whatever. Joe, what the, the thing is, you don't really need safety glasses if you could squint small enough. <laughs> yeah. <It's true>. right. <laughs> but for some reason, those hot sparks, especially when you're grinding aluminum, because I'm a tool like that, somehow managed you to get you it. right in that little hole. That is true. Right, right in that little hole. Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. So today's Order. episode is sponsored by hair plugs for men. Yeah, stop it. Hair plugs, <laughs> hair plugs for men. Hair dye for men. The bearded men of America unite. Yeah, that's right. So what's up, guys? Not much, buddy. What are you doing there, Joe? Did you make a potato into a camera? <sighs> I don't know why it does. Oh, you're, that. yeah, it's clearing up. It's clearing up. All it's right. focusing a little bit. It was. It was getting pretty bad there for a second. Yeah, weird. Well, shoot. So before the show, we were having a, a lengthy discussion on safety glasses, and we decided you don't really need safety glasses if you squint small enough, right, Adam? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I have eyelashes that are pretty long, and they do a pretty good job <laughs> of keeping grinder bits and stuff out of my eyes. So mm-hmm. I got protective contacts. I make sure I take my glasses off when I'm grinding stuff. You need a good visual. You need a visual. Clear line of sight. It's exactly. hard to work in that kind of stuff. That's, I, I never understood how welders can do what they're doing with a welder's mask on. I could never weld. <laughs> you got two eyes. I'd learn how to weld. I'd be blind two days later. Ima- know, right? Imagine like welding all day long and you're just like in the dark all day. You know what? Mm-hmm. It, it's funny you say that because when I, I do it at home, like periodically, whatever, just practice sometimes. And uh, never understand you're, how welders can do it. What the hell was that? Did I just no. hear an echo? Echo? That was nothing. Echo, that was nothing. Echo. Okay. So anyway, so you're behind a mask, and it's I don't know why my camera is doing that. You're behind a mask, and it's High so five. dark. High five. And um, you know, you can't see nothing until you start mig welding or, or or welding. So it's a little trippy at first, but you get used to it, I guess. Why is it doing that? That's awesome. Your camera is so awesome, Joe. Wow. Must be the camera you got. Um, Logitech something something. Uh, Logitech. You need to turn off autofocus, Joe. I think we've told you this thirteen thousand times, bro. But dude, I did that because your camera oh. is at a fixed place from your desk, so it doesn't need the focus because you're not moving. That's okay. true. Where do, where do I do that? I'll try it again. Um. Oh, all right, okay. everyone. We're gonna Randy, sign off and start sure. the screen stream over again. We're gonna fix the camera. and We'll be right back. <laughs> Randy, Randy, make sure you get your mom to wear them safety glasses when she's mowing the lawn. Yes. You should probably buy her like a scuba helmet. <laughs> Don't forget Luke if you can hear me, bark twice. He's over that. He's over that. I don't think Luke ever barks when I tell him to bark. You know that? I think it's just it's just a sham. I don't you know what, know. Bill? I don't know you if know Luke's what? real. Shame on you, Bill. Okay, shame on you. You didn't even introduce our guest today. That's He's true. our oh, good yeah. buddy. He's super you special know. guest. Who's yeah. the guest? Yeah. We should probably address that. So everybody knows Mr. Mr. Chris Stefanovich is out for the night. We had a little bit of a falling out because he called me some bad names. Yeah. And, said, and you know wait, he banned me in his Discord server. Oh, did he? Yeah. He just took me out of it. So we had to fire him. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, he told my beard. He told Bill to shave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
No, on a serious note, though, he's out running service calls for tonight. If but, he gets a minute, we're hoping he might yeah. pop in live and we can uh, you know, get a sneak peek at whatever it is he's doing, which is probably fixing men's showers at the truck shop somewhere. But With the lot lizards. Mm-hmm. Lot lizards. A lot lizards. <laughs> Who take showers in mud puddles and rinse with Dr. Pepper. Oh, gosh. That's true. You know it, Joe. But no, so we got... HVACR survival, Rick, and his very, very young wife here. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Creepily, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is true. Yeah. Because what were we, like a senior in college, Rick, when she was a junior? (laughs) Oh, boy. Something like that, huh? Calculate that out of me, and you was in first grade. Twelve oh. is what now, friends? Nine, ten, like eighteen-year difference. difference. Eight years difference, yeah. Eight years, wow! I thought Rick's it was a champ. He's a champ. Actually, my I'm wife's not. a lot older than me too. Joe, you look older? good. You look good, blurry. Just keep yourself yeah, like that. That's please. true. Camera's <laughs> 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 got the cook. Yeah. You look like you're in the witness protection program every time we talk to you. <laughs> you need to get one of those voice. Now we're going like, to turn the show over to our friend Joe, who you can or cannot see. Depending do on the your... robotic voice. Yeah, you need to oh, turn, turn, turn down the light. Voice. <laughs> oh, my name is Joe, and my dad touched me in my no <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Good to see you, Weaver. Good to see you, buddy. For now. It's good to see you for now. He'll be gone again in five minutes, I'm predicting. <laughs> yeah. Canadian yard sales. Shoot. So you guys get in any anything fun this week? I saw Rick any. posted a new video fixing a leak on a what seventeen ton and twenty five ton system. Yeah. Yeah, the seventeen and a half one was the majority of the leak uh repair. The other one I just found it and I didn't have no rotolocks, so I had to stop. But gotta go Trent. back. Was it a train? No, uh, I mean, that's what the one guy told me they's called, but, you know, they, this very describable as a rotolock as carrier. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of funny, two of them both leaking in, you know, the general vicinity of each other, one on the oil path there from compressor to compressor, and the other one uh, was on the discharge, well, it was on the condenser coil on the high side there. Now, we were talking oil path. What are you talking about? Well, it's... T- Two compressors, it's a three-stage unit. So you got first stage is one compressor. Uh, the other compressor will be the second stage, and the first compressor will shut off. And then to get three-stage, you turn on both compressors, and they're in parallel with one another. So basically, they kind of got two different size compressors, and when they combine together, it makes the third, which is the, the, 20, the 17 and a half or 25, depending on which unit we're talking about. But they have a shared oil path between one another because they're sharing the discharge gas and the suction both. They're teed together. Oh, interesting. Cool. I mean, it's kind of similar to the, just a regular rack and stuff like on a um, refrigeration rack, but, you know, those have oil separators. These don't. So, you know. I don't know that I've ever worked on a, a system like Just a regular packaging, right? Is that what we're talking about? Well, it's one of the more elite ones from Carrier. Um, I literally can hook my laptop up to it and control uh-huh. the AV system and all that, but I didn't bring it with me. And our controls guy said, hey, you know, all you got to do is just jump Y1, 2, and 3 together, and it will be fine. But you got to make sure you open up the uh, uh, one of the one of the panels or what have you, or you're going to trip the uh, uh, static pressure manual reset, which I had to go find the one time, which kind of sucked. So, yeah. So... Now you've piqued my curiosity. Yeah, I was going to ask something. Gotta watch the story. video. 
Have you yeah, subscribed? I haven't watched it yet. See, I'm but subscribed. Please do so. Chances are your video won't address the questions that I have bouncing around in my head right now. So when you have either one of the two compressors going, I feel like they would be undersized for the evaporator since the evaporator is probably sized to handle both compressors. Yeah, I've always wondered about that myself too. Because, I mean, they don't have a solenoid shutting nothing down. Like check valves or any bypasses or nothing? Well, a, a scroll compressor has a check valve built into it anyhow. So I believe that's how they're doing that. But otherwise, mm-hmm. no. Now, on an ice cream machine, when you have, like, two evaporators and one compressor, you know, they'll have solenoid valves coming in and going out of the barrel, which is your evaporator, and they'll channel it off that way, but not so much on this one here. Is there a a receiver? No. Nothing? Nope. I wonder if maybe the condenser is oversized to handle that extra charge. Well, if you when you watch the video, you'll notice I had 14 degrees subcooling, yet according to the chart, I was undercharged. So they must be uh, building the subcooling super high because you charge it under th- the third stage while running. And yet when it's running most of the time in first or second stage, it's nowhere near the pressures or, and, and stuff that they're showing on the chart. So I'm assuming it has something to do that, with that. But, I mean, I would figure the, the condenser coil is way oversized potentially. So... I haven't, like I said, I haven't worked on a crap load of them. Uh, we've just now started selling a lot more of these particular ones. They seem for some reason gotten really popular. So I'm um, me and one, one or two other guys are the ones that have the, uh, uh, laptop. They call it a dongle so that you can log into it. Dongle. Yeah. Ain't that funny? So it, it's, it's carrier's own little networking device and stuff. So you can go in there and you can, uh, check everything out and change it and what have you. But that's, you know, gets a little more than what I do. We got an actual dedicated, actually four guys that are dedicated for their controls. So they do mm-hmm. most of that stuff. And what can you adjust in that program? Like into the logic, can you, can oh, you actually really program the logic? Like differentials, like what can you, what can you blower speed? Compressor I can screw it all speed. I can screw it all up. I could do wow. everything. Yeah. It's full. I mean, you, that's why you gotta be careful. You don't want to go in there and just think around. Is it VFD? Yeah, it's very uh, free drive on the blower, and then there are VAV boxes above the ceiling. So they're actually modulating the airflow up above and then modulating it down below, um, but they're doing it just with one rooftop unit. Now, like at the one uh, family place that you exercise at, they have VAVs, but they're actually using a, uh, a boiler system for the heat part and then chillers with uh, air coils for that. So that one there actually has two different kind of, I guess I've heard it explained before in the past, like hot deck, cold deck, similar to that. So I'm no VAV expert. I'm just learning. So interesting. Hey, Windows. How are you today? (laughs) Man, sometimes I wish we were, we we dabble in things like that instead of some of the hot side stuff that we dabble in. I'd rather dabble in VAVs and, uh, you know, a little bit of chillers, hot deck, cold deck, instead of fryers and meat slicers. Now, when you're working on big boy equipment, like 25 tons in that, you open up, you know, you have the filter door open. That's when you kind of, you get like one of these small, medium shirt wearing guys. They get kind of sucked in pretty quick. Oh, yeah. I had to show the video of the one place where we had the, it was a, a Dexron unit and I was inside there with the blower assembly, which was probably not safe, which probably shouldn't show online, but basically, <laughs> uh, it, it was not, uh, not very pleasant as you're smelling the chlorine being pulled past your face. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. I should, um, I should have it somewhere in this room, actually, Rick, the control probably for that Dexron unit, the whole booklet. 
Oh, is that Luke? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's look at that. Chloe. Cute. Hey, so you, you got the book for that, Joe? Yeah, there's so many different. It, they're kind of tricky because you have to go through them twice to find out like evap temperature, uh, inside temperature, outside temperature, and all this, all this Nancy like this nonsense. It's just a little tricky if you don't if you don't see them every day. So mm-hmm. I have a little booklet that tells you how to work those Dectron controllers, depending what kind of tro- controller it is, because they do have these upgraded ones, but the, you have to change the whole logic board and. It's touchscreen, but that's I wouldn't do it to that kind of. Uh, that's way fancier than what I'm working on. Yeah, this is a push button you're talking about, right? I forget what code number it is. It's a push number. You got to hit it twice with two fingers. Blah blah blah. BC or something goofy. And yeah, it's, it looks like a calculator. Yes, yes, yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's definitely from the mid '90s. I may even have a picture of it. Not to probably show up. Do you have to use yeah, two if, fingers, Joe, or if you have like one giant finger, is that okay too? Mm-hmm. Uh. Or maybe if you have small ones. What do you have a yeah. hook for a hand? Can you do it if you have a hook hand? <laughs> yeah, because we know Bill has a hook hand. He doesn't have a hand, so yeah, you can use it. You can do your your hook and your toe. What about a mannequin arm? Can I use a mannequin arm? <laughs> yes, yes, but because they stick together, the hands, so mm-hmm. like you're able to jab. Yeah, like the GI Joe Kung Fu grip. Like you'd have yeah. to like poke it. Yeah, yeah, you can interesting, do that. creepy. Yeah. Creepy so, but cool. So uh, it is creepy. I had some fun with vacuums this week and others. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that vacuum because I'm still new to that pro whatever. What's it called? Bluevac Pro. Bluevac Professional Plus. Professional yeah, I spent a lot of money on that thing. But you don't use um, it. He doesn't know how to use it. He doesn't put it in decay. What do you do, I, Joe? What do you do you with it? Down here, I'll send you the old one. It's not Wi-Fi. Yeah, for sure. I know I put it in decay, but... I. Like before it gets into decay, it seems like it's already acknowledging that it passed. Like no, no, I guess- it's not. So what the sequences come set from the factory, at least on mine is okay. What it's, you yes, want? Ten minutes. It's yes. ten minutes below. Yes. Once you hit five hundred microns, it goes into a ten minute timer. Yes. After it hits the ten minutes, it goes down to zero. It's the, the it starts be, um, beeping and it says, "Yeah, close the valves." And then press continue to start your decay test. If you read the screen, it says press continue to well, start. Okay, it it did that one time, but the second time it didn't do that. It, I wanted to go obviously lower than 500 microns, and it won't tell me the decay test. I I'm, I'm just letting it run, and then at the time I let it run, it just says final, final, final. I want a decay test. Were you under 500? Were you under 500? I was well below 500. I was in the 300s. So there's there's so, a way to force the decay test. Actually, I'll, yeah. How I'll, is that? How do you force it? That's why I want to know. It comes up automatic. Calm down, Joe. There's a timer. You might have changed. You might have changed the default right. time at past ten minutes. That you could change the timer, and you might have done that because you're in there. I want to do that too. All Canadian fingers with the settings don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just keep things. I want to change default. the timer. I, I want to change the timer. Actually. You got to change it to American time, not Canadian. Time. Are you using Canadian time? Oh, that's weird. No. All right. So, anyways, yeah, listen. Like kiloseconds. This, kiloseconds. This button right, Joe. Joe, yes. this button right here. You see it? The little bow tie. Yeah. The bow tie. Let me get my. Yeah, it's on my phone too as well. One second. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to press it. But if you press it, it's not connected. He needs to do it the same I time keep, you do. I keep so he moving. Can, I just hit. He can learn the experience. It's really hard yeah. to do it when you're not looking at the screen, but. 
Use the force, Adam. Use the force. Yeah, I got the bow tie. I got the bow tie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's not connected to anything. And it will say it's start telling decay me I feel test. isolated. Why is it telling me I feel isolated? Because you don't have, you're not connected to Bluetooth with the yeah, I know, thing, I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I try to do that and it, and it wouldn't let me do it. I, I want, I don't know. You I'll, do, I'll do know again. that we are on like a personal talking relationship with one of the innovators of the BlueVac, right? You know the that. man. I can text him for you right now if you'd like. Yes. I'm yeah. A, yeah, get him on here. Let's... Thank, thanks, Hoopty. Thank you. We, no, we I like to talk with him right now. I'm bringing through. I mine. like to talk. Yeah, go ahead. I hey, can talk um, amongst uh, you guys. Joe there said that this thing's a piece of shit and he can't figure oh it God, out. Oh my God, don't do you it. You know, I, I only that. use it, a, what, maybe three times now. And uh, the first time worked well. The second time was a hit or miss. And the third time I was trying to force a DK test and I couldn't force a DK test. Were you playing with the settings before? No. Dude, you're doing something wrong. I'm oh sorry. Oh, my God. You are. You so you know what? Record. I shut it down. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again, but it's already below, and I want to do it. It doesn't uh, just. There's course, a timer. Can I ask you a dumb question? Go ahead. So this Bluevex setup that you guys are talking about, what's the? Uh, I know it's Bluetooth and all that fun stuff, but is there any other purpose besides having the Bluetooth aspect of it, so you can just walk away and still monitor the vacuum, and then also the onboard decay test? Is there any other benefits to it? Proof. Mm, yeah, you could have a report. True. You could save a report on it, and you could save like a customer. Both of them can, right? The pro a and report. I don't know, the, Joe. I only have the pro. You know. I, same here. Same <laughs> here. You convinced me to get the pro, and I got the pro. I don't have either. Old one. Mine the, don't. The, like literally, my customers could give two craps less about trending vacuums. I just send them a picture. It like, is down, very like, good. Well, if if yeah. I get down to like a hundred or less than a hundred microns, I feel That's like amazing, I want to run up to the customer and be like, guess what? Congratulations, sir. You have won <laughs> today's prize. And shake his <laughs> hand, you know? It's a Honestly, in 10 minutes, uh, Maybe I did Weaver. I don't know. Um, honestly, in ten minutes, I with a Navac four, I haven't hit like you did today, Adam. What'd you hit in ten minutes, dude? Today was amazing. It was like a maybe a twelve foot line set. It was a two ton. We kept the old line set. The line set was probably forty or fifty years old. This is probably the second or third condenser on it. Changed the coil and the condenser within thirty seconds. No joke. I was less than five hundred, so my timer started ticking. So it was like 10 minutes and 30 mm -hmm. seconds until I went into decay. And wow. yeah, I was down to, what did I send you guys? What was the number? It was like 126 or something, something like that. Yeah. And that was with still like three minutes left in the thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I would never reach hmm. that in 30 seconds. Are I'm sure using my whole 10 minutes and more. Do you have the ball valves and your hoses open? Mine sucks so hard it collapses the copper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Spits the oil right out. I have to change the oil over and over. Pulling it right out of the compressor. Interesting. I want to know what the downside of not changing your oil every time you use it is. Because they always say you should do that. But honestly, I pull some kick-ass vacuums. And I leave. I change, I change like once a month. If, listen, if you're doing new installs and new line sets, why would you have to change it? There's no contaminants yeah. really in it. I'm not always but, doing yeah. new line sets. So, well, yeah, if you don't do, I would recommend doing it because there's, yeah. there is. Yeah, I forget who said it, but but somebody, uh, one of the YouTubers out there, maybe maybe it was in a video or something like that, but they literally just change the oil when the, you know, the, when they have a hard time pulling vacuums on stuff. Like, that's it. They don't. I don't know. I would like to protect my pump too, right? The pump isn't that cheap. So, uh, yeah. if, 
I'm trying to come up with a reason to buy a new vacuum pump, honestly. So I'm trying to break it. You're doing 30 seconds. Man, you're doing. I, I don't wish tell me it's just break. a hose. <laughs> I'd love to give me an MR for Mr. 45. That's what I want. Mr. 45. Mr. 45. That thing to the curb, man. So how, how do you pull a vacuum, Rick? What do you use? Well, I like my uh, uh, field piece one best because it's got the half inch and three eighths uh, attachments. But the fact uh, the company's is a uh, JB pump with the three eighths and a uh, quarter inch. So when I'm feeling happy, I use my own personal yellow or uh, field piece one. Yeah, I like that. I have yeah, the yeah. I have the same JB, the platinum. I think it's like seven or eight CFM. But I really want the field piece one. I just can't justify it. How much are they? The field piece? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping free if Chris Stefanovich is watching and he calls his contacts, sends yeah. him an early Christmas present. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, if he's if he's passing out vacuum pumps or whatever, <laughs> count me in, bro. <laughs> get, I mean, get his hand-me-downs. are we doing like a white elephant gift? That would be cool. He can give mm-hmm. us all vacuum pumps. I can give him like one of those Hillmore 9-in-1 screwdrivers. I'll give him one of the Linux nine ones. <laughs> then he can choose which one's best. Now I want one of those little keychain vacuum pumps. Those little ones that are like that big. They got the little battery on them. Oh no way! That's that's like that's a, like is is it like a little keychain that has a light or something? What is it? Yeah, Navic makes it. It's like that big. It's You're a, so full of shit. It's got a battery on it. Oh my god! Uh, what what happened with that uh, that call you went on, Bill? The one that uh, you were waiting for the guy who made you wait for an hour. Oh, that one? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> it was one of those calls where, um, you know, when you wor- everybody works on stuff that they're not really familiar with immediately, right? I mean, and at least I do. You walk into something, you're like, all right, you can diagnose it for the most part. Sometimes you don't really know how to change stuff out on it. In this particular fryer, you have to have a special tool to replace the elements on it. And had this other person, you know, open up the manual, they would have saw that. So we had to reschedule it. No big deal. You know, it happens special, to everybody, but yeah, you tool. have to have a special tool. Yeah. In order to get these elements out, these elements, these heating elements that sit down in the grease there, you can pull them up and flip them up to uh, clean, clean the vats out, but they're mounted to a stainless steel cylinder in the back and they're through bolted into that cylinder. So you oh. have to have this wrench that's sort of shaped like a Z with an L on the end of it to get in there and hold the, the nut on the back. It's crazy. Oh, wow. I, I don't understand it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I tried like a crow's foot socket, you know, a, a different wrench that I had. I'm like, yeah, I, there's no way you can get in there. Hmm. You have to have this special tool, man. It's really wow. stupid. And what usually happens is tech support when they're helping you diagnose stuff like this. And they're like, okay, yeah, you got to change that part out. It would be helpful if they did mention that. Most of the time they, they don't mention like, oh, you also need a special tool. It sounds like I have an echo. So yeah, there's some kind of echo. Somewhere. You hear that echo? It's your special tool. Tool. tool, echo, tool, 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 Joe, 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 Joe. Yes, yes. Echo, 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 echo. You're our special tool, Joe. Sorry, I said you're our special tool. That's true. Oh, I feel so special. Wish the cinema card that says that. Ooh, I could put that on a t-shirt for you, Joe. Do yeah. there you go. We're actually there trying to come up with new t-shirts. Hashtag special kind of tool. Put like I'm a special tool, and then it's got like a bent wrench on it. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Let's trademark it. I'm a special tool. 
I seen Chris was in chat. So you think if Chris is in chat, you think he could go live for us, right? Uh, hey, Chris. Yeah, you think so? I bet, I bet he's, he's, he's like sitting there. Um, there you go. Wait a minute. He's probably DIC, doing nothing. The walk in. It's all frozen up. on the roof. I don't know how this is going to work. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's going on, Chris? I'm not back. working on anything. I, I, I lied to you guys. I'm heading to the casino right now. So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to gamble. Nice. No. Man, it was so hot today. Ridiculously hot. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, you All got right. a little bit of an echo, but you blend right in with the rest of us. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Really? <laughs> a little Not bit. Really. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Do I have an echo? 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 <laughs> no, I don't hear an echo. Man, I can't, I can't handle knowing that I have an echo. That's driving me nuts. No, I can't even hear it. All right. It's like talking to two of you guys that are sitting really close to each other. Dude, you're not helping my, my problems right now. But my anxiety is building in my chest right now. I can't do that. No. You don't have an echo. You need to stop off and pick up a six-pack of Rogue in your way home. Yeah. Get yourself some of them hard teas or a four loco. Oh, did you say cheese? Cheese sounds no. good. Hard tea. Oh, I've got wine to go with your cheese. Yeah, yeah I like. I want a cheese platter. A cheese platter sounds great. That's what I need. That'd and a beer? Good. Cheese platter and a beer. Huh? turn into the alcoholic, I'm telling you. I tell you what, yeah. yeah. Come to the apple juice. Intervention I must have missed too many shows. I, I I stopped drinking for like a, a week. <laughs> Long enough to go get another pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I still have them in the fridge. There's plenty. I just, just it was my th- fridge. You know, I have I have a nice little corner fridge like in my garage. It's tiny, but I can have a couple beers in there. So I can't wait till like six months from now, in the middle of Chris's live streams, he's just gonna be so drunk. Just passing out and blabbering on about nobody knows what. So, so what was this? You guys are going to give me a vacuum pump? No, you're <laughs> supposed to give us vacuum pumps. <laughs> How am I supposed to do that? I don't got that kind of money. We're doing. No, I thought you had like a hookup. For Adam me? said you did. For me? No, I just t- want one of them little tiny keychain vacuum pumps. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll talk to my contacts and I'll get you some of those Bluetooth speakers that Field Peace has. Maybe I'll, maybe I can I can swing that one. They make I, I, speakers. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't trust anything he says. I've been waiting for a Sporland pint glass for like the last twelve months. <laughs> from and, and the sad the sad thing is, Adam is I have a case of like forty eight of them sitting under my desk, what? and I just. Yeah, because they couldn't give them away. You know why they couldn't give them away? Because they didn't pay attention to Instagram. You're like, hey, if you just do... Hey, 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 hey. Pipe down with my sponsor over there, okay? They're they're the best job company in the world. I did like three of those those hashtag Magoo things. So did I. I got nothing. Which which reminds me, too. I never got my my rubber TXV that Jamie Kitchen from Danfoss promised me. We have to bring him on. I got to remind him of that. Yeah. yeah, we have so many questions for him. Yeah, yeah we do. Where oh. was that uh, call, Chris? What were you doing there? Uh, I had a walking cooler that went down. I wasn't too happy about it because when I got there, they well, <clears throat> they told me how it had been down all day and just kind of frustrated me. So I just got it going, put some gas in it. It has a refrigerant leak somewhere in it. I had to put about five pounds of gas in it. Man. Made sure that it wasn't pissing out anywhere. It wasn't, so I just told him we'd be back next week. So. You know, like how does that story never get old? How do how do restaurants always seem to have that behavior? Like across the world, all restaurants. I don't know how. It, I don't know who tells them to do this, but it's always 
Like you wait until the end of the day before you call that service call in. Well, let me tell you this. So then I get there and then they said, Hey, since you're here, can you look at our walk-in freezer? There's ice on the ceiling. And I said, okay, whatever. I went in and I looked and I go, yeah, we'll deal with that next week. And then he goes, Hey, and didn't you, and they, they called me about their produce walk and, he, and there was a female manager and she goes, didn't you just work on that like a month ago? And I go, cause I had looked up on the service logs and I go, actually, no, we did. I, I did this all condescending too. I said, uh, that was back in February. And I said, wait, February is two, three, four, five, six. Oh, so that was five months ago. <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me and I said, oh, so five months ago. Yeah, I worked on it. I changed the temperature controller. <laughs> Nothing yeah. to do with a leak, you know? Like, five you know, months ago. Yeah. Try to bring yeah. yeah, you should have went like one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, and then slapped her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, uh, Phil. Right in her stupid mouth. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. I was here five months ago. Uh, thank God Rick's wife. Thank God Rick's wife is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, a, mm-hmm. hit a nerve there, Bill. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he did. You could tell what kind of day he's been having. Yeah. I'm trying to think, okay, what kind of sound effect do I have to go with that? Yeah. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Agree, Susie. No. I totally agree. No. <laughs> you ready to get demonetized? Why? No. No. Oh, okay. You got to play music? No. <laughs> oh, that's all right. We, we can waste the 82 cents that we normally would get. <laughs> oh, you know. I'm up to 98. 98 cents? Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah. We're a two for one. For real. Nice. No, no comment. <laughs> well, Adam, what did you do this week, bud? You didn't tell us what you did this week, man. I want to know. Uh, yesterday, I went to my friend's house, 9 o'clock in the morning. I was tr- trying to get in and get out very quickly. Um, he said his air conditioning wasn't working. And I look at it. He has like seven. I don't know, pay attention to PSI, but it's an R410 Lennox. And it was like seven degrees of saturation on the suction side. And, you know, 70-something, whatever, on the, the liquid side. I'm like, all right, you're really low, you know? I'm like, because we found a leak last year. I'm like, you need to replace your coil. And R22? No, R410. So at the time, he didn't want to do it. So I'm like, whatever. We'll add refrigerant. We just pumped him up last year. And oh. this year, I just told him, like, dude, you need to change your coil. This is a bad leak, you know? You're you're leaking out over a year, right? It's, it's pretty bad. You need to replace yeah. the coil. So, um, as I was charging it though, cause I was planning on going back next week to replace the coil. I noticed right when I hit like 32, 31, 32 degrees of saturation, I just couldn't, it wouldn't get past 32 degrees. And I'm like, ah, let me go inside and see what's going on downstairs. So then he, he told me the night before the coil was all frozen. There was a lot of water, tons of water and ice was, was coming down. Well, water came down in the circuit board. Oh. No blower motor. So it was a two-stage variable speed circuit board. So I changed, replaced the circuit board, went and got the coil, um, you know, TXV coil, replaced the the filter dryer, and that was a pain in the butt, the way they get, had all these lines and everything. It just took a really long time. Everything was screwed up. It's an uncased coil. The 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 rack where it was sitting in was all, like, Flimsy. freaking <laughs> kitty wampus and unlevel yeah. and everything. So, like, everything had to be fixed, you know? 
get everything done, pressure test, it's holding like a charm, you know? And like their, their braze joints look like crap, so I put a little bit extra pressure in it. I think I went like 425 PSI. Well, you know, nice. don't usually recommend doing that, but <laughs> I want to make sure there was no leak, right? So you low, low pressure switches if it has any. There's no low pressure switches. No, no. Oh, okay. But anyways... <laughs> Just old units. So it, it's not that it's not that old. I mean, oh, it okay. is old, but it's not. It's like nine years old. Whatever. It's, I guess it's old. <laughs> That's not like twenty years old, dude. I work on like no, thirty no. year old crap. All right. But listen. Right. So, anyways, point being, the pressure held perfectly, no problems whatsoever. I go to pull a vacuum with the Smurf boners, and yes. dude, I could not. It took forever to get down below a thousand, and then once I hit like eight hundred, it like it, it like hit a wall. Did you try shaking the compressor around? I hit the valve shut. Mm. He was just doing the You're just pulling on the coil on, on the lines and coil. Yeah. You know, I've got that leaking core tool from the the Smurf boner kit. I've well, got one of those core tools that right. have a leak in it. Funny you say that, though. Today I pulled down to like one nineteen or something on a coil and condenser, so I'm pretty sure that's not it. Um, oh, mine has a uh, in the the ball valve. Whenever you pressurize with nitrogen, if you turn the ball valve, it starts pissing out the handle. My little really? thing that grips the Schrader core is coming off the shaft of that thing, and it glued it on, and I had to glue really? it. Really? Yeah. I asked Jim about it, and he goes, oh, no, the unsafe ones are the ones that are pinned. Yeah, like see, I my, thought they had. The other ones are pinned. They don't come apart. Supposedly, yeah. um, like, uh, what's their name went to it also? Um, Appion. Because my Appion were pinned originally. I guess they ain't no more. Like Hoopty's saying, maybe this is time to change oil, Adam. Yeah. Well, I don't agree with that because today I pulled down to like 119 or whatever, 121 or whatever microns today. With so that same oil. With the same could oil, same pump. Definitely yeah. could be. E even no, though I pulled down a better yeah. vacuum today. Hmm? How would it Sorry. leak? Yet? How would it leak the you know yesterday, but not today? That is true. Yeah. That's true. I've had it leak on the uh, stem on the, that goes to the gauge down to the Schrader core tool. And I've had it leak on that before where I've ended up putting some goo on there and it, it worked fine after that. You know what held. I did have to use, though, on the Lennox unit is the core depressor tools. Yeah, I've used those. I had to use that. I couldn't go straight core to the knuckles. It wouldn't. I didn't have the room. I use those core depressor tools on the carriers that have the... Uh, the what is that valve? Shoot, I can't think well, of that. Special Cormac, that's the Cormax valve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when yeah, they have the Cormax yeah. valve, I finally got that tool for the Cormax valve to pull that thing out too. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say when we were talking about the vacuums and stuff. Can we just all agree that vacuums are like voodoo magic and they never work right? Well, you know what's Cause, funny because I I know you said this before, Chris, um, that you don't think that breaking a vacuum with nitrogen really helps as much as it used to in the past when you have bigger hoses and stuff. But I broke the vacuum with nitrogen. I think I did it like eight times. So screw triple evacuation. We're called this. What's the number for octuple? Yeah, that's what I did. Octum? Anyways, but every time I broke it with nitrogen, the next time it came down a little faster and oh, pulled down business. a little deeper. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want... I really want to do an experiment, but I just haven't shelled out the money. But I still think that nitrogen can get trapped in the oil and it messes up your whole evacuation. But I, I, I've read some stuff and a lot of people have left me comments saying that I'm an idiot for saying that. 
Well, there's nitrogen well, and dry nitrogen. So supposedly just because it's nitrogen, well, it's dry. See, what, what I noticed, though, is, is if, you have a, if you have a brand new compressor and you install it, and it was pressurized with nitrogen, when you pull your evacuation, there's never been anything but nitrogen in there. You purge with nitrogen. You never let oxygen into the system. There's no moisture in there. When you're evacuating, if you grab that compressor and you shake it, mm-hmm. the microns fly through the roof because the nitrogen, and you can even watch the nitrogen bubbling through the oil if it has a sight glass. Yeah, and I, watched your, like, uh, I watched you do that on one of your videos. How do you know if I've asked, that's dry? I ask people that all the time. I've asked uh, some pretty smart people, much smarter than I, and they basically looked at me and made some comments, and I'm like, okay, they're going to be whatever, but I still think that it's getting I think that there's more nitrogen in our systems than we think. I just think it's just a non-condensable that just sits in there and doesn't really cause as many problems. I mean, because nobody's pulling evacuations according to the book all the time, so... Yeah, uh, no, that's a good, that's a good test to to do, Chris, because we do use nitrogen for a reason, because that dry gas for everything. Yeah, I, I wonder so, how you would, I wonder how you would create uh, like a controlled environment for that test, like you know. Uh, oh, you need a vacuum chamber. Yeah. A vacuum chamber. That's why I haven't shelled out the money because they're expensive to buy big vacuum chambers, and you can fill it up with oil, and then we'd have to do some sort of a test to push nitrogen. That's the problem, though, too. Is vacuum chambers aren't meant for high pressure, so. Try- Pressurizing with nitrogen would be a problem. It would shatter probably. Hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like, couldn't you just take a compressor, a dead compressor, and then uh, just, you know, not pipe it into anything, but just just have nitrogen piping into it maybe and just pump nitrogen into it for a little while? Like uh, it's just flowing yeah. through it or something, just bubbling into it, and then... Yeah, yeah, but I was trying I to know. think of a way where where you could actually pump nitrogen up through the oil. So maybe ditch the compressor idea, have to um, uh, rig up some sort of container with a pipe directly underneath of it and a check valve so you can only get nitrogen going up through the oil, but the oil can't go down into that pipe, an- and then run nitrogen through there for a while, and then maybe close a ball valve off. And then I know how to do it. I'm going to call my contact Elon and I'm going to have him take me to space. And then we're just going to do some experiments there. Oh yeah. Mr. Musk. <laughs> but so as I was doing this, I was wondering, you know, no, it held the nitrogen. I've always had better luck pressure testing. Like if you, even if you're not pressure testing, I like purging through, you know what I mean? If you have, you're smelling a little bit of contamination or whatever in the refrigerant. You're purging through. It's it's like even if you're not using flush, I'd rather use nitrogen than flush personally. You know. Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of flush. But I don't know. I'm questioning like because it, it doesn't make sense to me. One of the thoughts I had was maybe the maybe when I'm pulling a vacuum, it's it's bleeding through from the the service valves. But then I was thinking, why wouldn't the nitrogen? Why wouldn't I lose pressure in nitrogen when I pressurize it? Right. When I pressure test it. Yeah. How long was it sitting under pressure? 10 minutes. Yeah, you definitely should have had a change in pressure if there was a significant leak. Yeah. Dang it. What do you think it is? I think, so what do you think it is, Adam? Your coil or? I think there's a lot of, because, I mean, the, the, um, the line smelled. It smelled like it just, I think they, they just did an awful job brazing. Everything they did was like a bad job on this install. Mm-hmm. So 
Well, I think that it's just they pulled a really shitty vacuum. And every time I added nitrogen, I dropped lower. And I was there for hours trying to do this. And I dropped a little bit lower every single time. And I finally got to the point where I'm like, this is a freaking 10-year-old system. I'm beating my head against the wall. You know, what do we, What am I doing here? You send know? it. Yeah, just send it. <laughs> you know, and, and I, don't, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but I've... I've heard a couple of people over the years say that you can have a system that has a leak in it. And then when you pressurize it, it doesn't seem to lose any pressure depending on how the leak is. You know, you're pressurizing the system, you're closing that leak with that pressure. But then when you pull a vacuum on it, you know, it's, it's opening that leak up again, depending on how it's cracked or where the leak is. I don't know. I've never experienced that myself, but I've, I've heard tales of that. You know like what? Tales from the crypt? No, tales from uh, Zach Mehoffer <laughs> did an experiment on one of his shows, I believe, where he showed that you could uh, leak through vacuum. Yeah, actually, actually, I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> actually, mm. I think that I remember him showing that uh, the, the True Blue set passed a, a vacuum test and he had a coil that was leaking, too, as well. Yeah, yeah. That oh, did, yeah he did yeah. a whole bunch of them. Yeah. 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 He did quite a few where he kept like. Yeah. He knew it was leaking, and then he kept pulling the vacuum. And, yeah, that was actually a pretty cool experiment. Interesting. Yeah. Muy interesante. Yeah. Any, any, any tips or ideas, Rick, on this? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how true it is, but like I said, I've heard that the, not all nitrogen is necessarily dry. But, I mean, if you look at the old books, they used to tell you you use refrigerant to sweep it and then pull it Yeah, I've heard that about nitrogen, too. I've heard that... Um, the only nitrogen that you would technically want to use in, in our cases would be like medical grade that's yeah. certified dry. And they say that what we get is actually just trapped nitrogen. Yeah. Well, how many times does a bottle, you know, people drain it all the way down? Do they really pull it back yeah. on that right. bottle before they refill it? I highly that's doubt a, it. That's a good no. point. And do the inside of the bottles yep, condensate? Yep. Well, I know if you blast it out, but that's hard to tell because you got a, such a pressure difference. When I'm using it for blowing things out, it'll it'll get mm. cold. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So I had a, um, uh, you know, um, I was showing a picture to Adam earlier, but I had a, uh, a system I was working on today, and I really didn't have the patience because it was hot. It was like 108. But I was working on it, and um, the pressures just seemed wonky, and then it was a, a fixed orifice system. It was a carrier package unit. 10 ton, two compressors, fixed orifice, and the superheat was just high. Everything was kind of whacking it. And uh, what I found was both of the compressors were the wrong compressors. Both One of them, them it's a ten, yeah, it's a 10 ton unit. They're supposed to be identical compressors. One of them is like a four and three quarter ton, and one of them is like a six and something or other ton. Oh, nice. Yeah. Someone went shopping for compressors one day and just started picking whatever he could at the previous company. Man, I, so love I was just like, yeah, that's not going to work, right? So it's, just, it, it's working. It had a 20-degree TD. <laughs> Man, I love when you, have, when you have such an obvious, dumb problem like that. Yeah. I think last year I had one that was just so – I don't think I made a video on it, but uh, I got a call for a unit not working, and we had just recently – one of my guys recently went out there like a week ago, worked on it. He replaced a TXV in it. And I remember him mentioning to me that the TXV he pulled out was really, really weird. It was it's much larger than the new one that he put in there, the one that belonged in there. So I went out there and I pulled the panel off. And the, I mean, it was so obvious it was the wrong compressor. It was so ginormous. And the piping wouldn't fit. I mean, they had so many crimps and you know, homemade couplings in this thing. It was yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. But at least Some they people. changed the TXV on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the, you know, the coil was way too small, but at least the TXV 
maybe match the compressor. Rick, is this the one you're talking about? E, that's what our little one looks like. The small one that we're using for the spa room uh, that has that controller, but the big one has a, a little bit different controller than that. It's hmm. but that's the same era. Okay. Nah, I'm yeah, hold play with that one yet. It's oh, it's a little tricky, buddy. If you're not used to it, that's for sure. Yeah, the whole thing's interesting. I'm surprised you can find like even when I called their technical service, they're like, man. He goes, do you got this book? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you got a book I don't even have. I'm like, well, that's great wow. and, and comforting. Uh, so can you help me? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> dude, it, it'll be really oh, hard. Yeah, it's only like 250 yeah. grand. No problem. I'll just tell them yeah, to shut them up right out. That's you guys ever think about it. getting into the control side of things? Like strictly just controls? They I couldn't do it. Me, but no. I'd have to take a pay cut until I got good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it's neat, but uh, I still think you could be really good at it and still do your A track, like you know the whole yeah, majority A track. Yeah, but it is yeah. neat. I, I I think if somebody knows the communication side, like I'm pretty sure all of us have the good fundamentals of the electrical communication side, you're doing good. And 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 that's why I stress that so much on the new guys is pay attention to the controls and electrical side because once you know that, you're you're groovy. I think that all controls techs should have to be normal service technicians before they can be controls techs. Yeah, I think too. that yep. computer guy, there's he nothing worse. Guy. Yeah, and, and more power to the people that have been in controls for a long time, but I listen to some of the control talk podcasts and different ones, and it's really interesting because some of these people were just, they were just IT guys, and they just got into yeah, it. And no, it's like, no. But then I find myself <laughs> battling these people and, and like trying to argue with them why I need my fans running you know on my units or building balance or all this stuff and they're like what why you know and it's like no yeah. you know like why do you want the fan to continuously circulate air yeah because he, again i know this is a southern california problem but here we don't have humidity so the way that our buildings are balanced we typically run the indoor fan 24 7 when the exhaust fans are on for every unit because we're pulling fresh air from every air conditioner so oh, i need yeah. indoor fans running 24 7 and when you talk to someone that's worked in other states that have humidity, they're like, wait, you can't do that. And it's like, yeah, that's how we do it here. You know, like, eh, do you have yeah. makeup airs, like dedicated makeup airs in combination yes with those? Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah. So the newer design buildings, a lot of them are not coming with makeup airs. They're oversizing the air conditioning units oh, and yeah. pulling like 25 to 30% outside air through the outside air dampers. They have powered exhausts on them. And that's the building balance. And yeah. like the hoods, the hoods have, makeup air but actually what it does is it just grabs air from one part of the building and recirculates it into the hood to create an air curtain hey, i think that's you know having uh, just package units that pull in outside air instead of uh, you know dedicated makeup airs i think that's kind of a good idea but i feel like over the over the course of that lifetime of that unit you know guys are going to get in there they're, they're going to mess with the makeup air they're going to adjust it close it open it and then the entire building is going to be out of balance you know, I just thought of it. I should have gone through a drive through That would have been awesome. Did you even you hear my have. story, Chris? Yes, I did hear your story. <laughs> I got distracted, and I had a thought in my head. I'm checking my mail right now. Hold on. Oh, I thought you were getting tacos. At Taco yeah. no, I got a pack. Ooh, oh, box. wait, wait. What is this? Hold on. What is this right now? Oh, so Chris, Boop. open up. Look Whoa. at that. No. Hey, can we can we open it up and turn it on and show Joe how to use it, please? I okay, just got it in the mail right here. This year, it got back ordered. 
That's probably not oh, even his man. mailbox. He just pulls up to a random <laughs> mailbox <laughs> and just starts taking stuff out of it. Like someone has you. a random blueback. Yeah, you never know. He's probably at Norcal Dave's house stealing his mailbox stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get used to it. You got to get used to it. I need to go. And why 500, Adam? Why 500? Why not put it lower? Why is it? 500 it does there. it's not you like you can change everything yeah, in the everything app. that's like the default everywhere earlier you can change all the targets you can change yes, everything it's everything. like a freaking yeah. erector set how many, yeah, microns, how many microns is it that um, that water evaporates and boils out anybody remember oh geez no it, i don't, it, I don't it, even like, i don't think i even want to know that that was like 900 but but uh, one of the books I was reading a long time ago, that was like the standard. They said like water, water boils out or uh, you can pull water out of a system at whatever microns. Well, it shows so you below that is what they, it shows for. you in the blue vac. It shows you where the, where the dehydrating, I think it's over a thousand where it's dehydrating or maybe yeah, it's like 1300. And then it, it will show you the saturation temperature too. It will say like negative 13 oh, yeah, yeah. degrees Fahrenheit or whatever, you know? Did Chris just jump out of a moving vehicle? Where'd he go? <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I'm one of those, it was one of those TikTok things where I was just running like, along the car uh, singing. Like Dukes of Hazard it? Yeah, I'm pulling in my, I'm backing in my driveway right now. Is your Before family still gone? No, my family's home. Uh, the crazy is back. Nice. My now family's home. The first day they came home, they're like, Dad, the toilet's plugged up. My wife was all laughing. She's like, are you happy to see us again? <laughs> I think you guys have been home for two minutes. And then we went and bought furniture, and I've been assembling kitchen tables all week and oh, chairs. Oh, man. That's like torture. Next, I told my wife, I said, next time we're just paying for the freaking delivery setup, all that crap. This is mm-hmm. stupid. All the, you know, I think the worst part about it was all the um, boxes. I, I oh, filled yeah. up my entire yeah. dumpster at my office with freaking, luckily I have a dumpster there, but. So we yeah. just. We just went through a similar crisis. We got this nice big old farm style dining room set, right? It came in like 17 trillion boxes and we got all done, put all the boxes in the fire pit. I mean, there's so many boxes. It was overlapping the fire pit. And you know, my wife basically goes over there, lights the boxes on fire and walks away. And uh, I come around the corner of my lawnmower as I'm mowing the lawn and there's a 10 foot section of my lawn that's on fire. Like, Oh, that's, that's nice. What the hell? What? No, you're frozen now. Is he? Look at him. Frozen in Southern mm-hmm. California. 105 degree weather. Yep. Uh, something happened. That's all right. He wasn't, he wasn't listening to my story anyway. So. I was listening to it. Oh, Wait. shit, he's back. I was there. No, it, it all all the things went blank for a sec. No, but so you were burning it in your fire pit and it caught the lawn on fire? Yeah, yeah, because there's so many boxes in there. And I told her, I was like, hey, if you're going to light that fire, you stand there and watch it because the boxes uh, are just spilling over. But, of course, she just lit it and walked away. And then next thing you know, I got 10-foot sectional lawn on fire. I was like, man, it feels like I'm in California. (laughs) It has been dry over this way. It's ridiculously hot out here. Hola, Yama. Como estas? Now we're having a party. Me escuchas, Yama? Bien, bien. I heard my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
How do you say in Spanish your fan is freaking loud? Yeah. That's a good question. Some wind turbulence <laughs> in that room. Uh, get in the chopper. Let me turn on my baby. Rick, what's going on with those units after? What happened with them? The one I did the video on or what? No, those uh, dehumidifications you were talking about. with. Uh... Oh, they've got uh, two coaxial coils that are leaking. They were supposedly quoting those, and we got the heads leaking on like four TXVs, and the big boss man said that he thought it was going to be not worth repairing it, so I don't know if they mm-hmm. ditched it or wow. if we're still going to do it because I wasn't too excited about having to repipe everything because the uh, – Water coils are pretty good size, and it's probably not going to go well. So, so you got four TXVs leaking? Yeah, the heads. It's leaking right through the sidewall of the heads. I thought it's like bits and pieces of video, so it's like not nothing I can really turn into any prestige video. So oh, it might be one of those bonus things that I threw at the end somewhere to make, make up for time. Those uh, coaxial condensers, they stacked up each, uh, top of each other? There was two of them. They're, they're separated by a metal table inside this big big old unit. It's, uh, it's kind of, they're leaking right through the side walls. Of course. And you were saying these ones, the air, the refrigeration's on the outside, right? right? Yeah, which is very unusual. It is a little weird. But we found, we, we, we can contemplate it going with a plate heat exchanger like you'd use them, maybe like, you know, a, a chiller or something like that. But then he's like, eh, you know, shit might break loose and then we get screwed. So I don't know what, what they're doing. They have- and then their boiler went down. The wheel blew apart. Uh, let's, let's face it. The plate, the plate heat exchanger will be more efficient. But for that kind of climate, it's they could get plugged up very easy. Yeah, all that hard. I've never tried to clean one of those, so I've heard it's not. Yeah, exactly. So So there's 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 better coaxials you could get. You could get the titanium ones. You get double wall ones, which that's what I would do. Hmm. Yeah, I I would do that. You know, upgrade the or twenty years really bad. Twenty three years old. So you know what. Minus coaxial, screw the uh, the, the um, discharge heat to coaxial. They have boiler, and just use the boiler heat to to control everything, to heat up everything. Just minus it out of the equation, and just yeah, use I mean, it for dehumidification. There for the boiler, but I mean, right. the, I don't know. This thing is such a mess. I really I don't know. It, listen. It's not efficient anymore. Who cares about throwing some discharge or uh, dissipating the heat to a coaxial condenser? Just use it for the dehumidification or the reheat and use the boiler for the water. And that's it. I, I've done it. Up 40 or 50 dehumidifiers and just put them down by the pool. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, where'd Christopher it's, go? I don't know. Where'd he go? Oh, the truck. Probably got jacked, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah with that new gate. Yeah, right in his driveway. Like, yeah, that's that new blue vac gauge. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <laughs> him out and beat him in the street. Took it. Yeah, he's probably getting stabbed right now. Probably getting shanked. Taking over his channel because so, he wanted to fight for it. Mm-hmm. I I bought a an interesting thing I've never seen before on Amazon. I don't know if I should tell you guys about it now or wait till it shows up. It's tell us should've. now. It's been you a have to now because you mentioned it. Yeah, it's, exactly. You guys have probably and seen yeah, this before. Yeah. I've never seen it before, but it's like a bar. That you put across the the you know the grill for your condenser fan motor, and then it has like this mesh piece almost on a hinge, mm. and uh, you screw it down to the existing screw holes, and then when the fan turns on, it lifts up on a hinge and 
you know, releases the heat and then it falls down and blocks the leaves and debris from falling into the condenser. I thought it's kind of like, it's a gimmick, obviously. I want to see how crappily it's made. Um, I think it was 20 bucks. But yeah, and how long before those hinges like rust and they they don't open up anymore? Hey, man, it's uh, guaranteed work, right? What do they call that? True. Residual True. income. Yeah, but putting having leaves fall into condenser is work. So why would you even bother? I've seen something similar, but more for the coil. It was like a, a screen that you put around the air conditioner, and then you could just take it off and clean the screen. I used to, I, we used to do that like when my dad had his own company. We would sell them for, I don't know, 30 or 50 bucks or something. Yeah, I've seen something like that, but it's like um, perfect where you don't have water. Yeah. It was like um, a magnetic thing, that the one yeah. that I've seen. The yeah. freaking, if you guys, I, I would say it's a good investment if you had to clean this. A mana condenser double coil that I had to clean today. Residential. Oh, God. Holy crap. Really? Holy crap. Double coil? Yeah. Hmm. Pulling all the panels off. This thing is big. Oh. It's like I almost, you know. Wait, you're talking about a split coil? Well, it's like a double. It's two two coils. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we got those on package units all the time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But it's yeah. not yeah. like Residential. you can. It's it's the 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 YouTubes are connected, you know, right coil from coil, ends. so you can't like really split it. So how do they expect you to clean in between <sighs> it then? I think they just want you to buy a new unit. <laughs> That's effed up, man. Yeah, at least um, I mean the the package units that I run into where you can split them, you run the risk of cracking those YouTubes. But at least you can you can definitely split them and get in there and clean. I mean, you could like pull them apart a little bit, but not at the ends. Nowhere near the ends. Thank oh, God for stupid, for man. Viper. You it know? is. Sounds like the trains with their three coils smashed together. You can usually get the one peeled in a little bit, but you can't get the outside yeah. too very well. The last one, you can get like 25, 30% of it cleaned. You're clean oh, in between yeah. there. And like Alex said, with everything I had, oh, couldn't get the stupid thing. That, that unit. That's the only option you're right, Alex. That unit too, I, it was another fun call. I'm checking the charge after I cleaned it. It's a piston coil, uh, 10 degrees of subcooling, one degree of superheat. And I'm like, son of a bitch, (laughs) son of a bitch. So then I, I, I get, you know, I, I reclaim the refrigerant without a reclaimer with a, just a jug, you know, that's what I do. Water bucket hose. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) is he gone yet? (laughs) No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I'm. You know, remove some of the charge, and what happens? I get it down. Subcooling looks a little bit more normal. It gets down to two, then one, then superheat's still at one. There's Airflow? No, nah, no. It's a, I think it's a wrong size piston. There's like wrong a, size. Yeah, wrong piston in the freaking thing. What was your saturation temp? It was normal. It was like forty degrees or forty-one degrees on the suction side. Like everything looked okay, which is very weird. I would I would check the number on that piston. That might, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. But what? TXV in it. I I right. honest, swear to God I can go out to my truck right now. I picked up a TXV and a piston, and I'm like I I'm like if depending how hard it looks like to put on this TXV, I might just throw the TXV on it and call it a day. Yeah. Or you just crimp down on it with your pliers a little bit until you <laughs> superheat. So one of the guys I worked with sent me a video or a, a little clip out of, I think it was one of, what is it, rookie refrigeration videos, where there's a clip where somebody cut out a TXV, just put a piece of straight pipe in there, right to the uh, oh, right to the distribution distribution tubes. It was rookie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't catch it at first. I'm like, yeah, it looks normal to me. I'm, I, yeah, I was assuming there was a piston in there, but uh, then you look closer. I'm like, yeah, I know there's there's supposed to be a TXV in there, man. I'm I'm wanting to try out the dime dime trick where they take the head off of it and put a dime inside the head and put it back on there. That pushes the little needle down and lets you know refrigerant through. I suppose it'll get you through. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Did you, did you guys? That. That's why we bring Rick on, right? Yeah, that's where you learn these. Useless facts, tricks of the trade. Did you guys? Did you guys follow uh, Hack Free uh, HVAC? Yeah, I watch yeah, him. I, yeah. Did you see his air handler in his attic? What he did? He said the TXV went bad; it was losing charge. And what he did to fix it, and it got him through like a month or something. And he recharged it or something. Well, he, he did two things. The, TXV? the first thing he did because it was low on charge is he <clears> took <throat> a huge pair of channel locks and he wrenched down on the bulb to shrink the size of the bulb to push more refrigerant out. And he said that worked for a couple weeks. And then after that didn't work anymore, he recharged the bulb. And then that went out again. So then he... How did he recharge a crushed bulb? That dude's like a wizard. And he's so funny because he's like walking. I think he's got ADHD or something because he's walking all over. He's like, yeah, it's like 200 degrees outside right now. My phone's about to shut off. I'm in this attic right here. And uh, and he's like showing this VFD and I have my... uh, ECM modulator and he's showing all this stuff and he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's he's he knows the shit. That's for sure. He's in electronics and shit. I think, yeah, yeah. he's oh, very yeah. smart. And also, if you crush the bulb, you're not going to get good enough contact on that suction line. Yeah, but it's just to get you by. I think it would. Yeah. Uh, it would just turn it into a regular orifice, basically. At that point, Dave G yeah. says he's tried it last week. So yeah. now what yeah. he did to run everything wide open. He just yeah. pulled out a four-ton for his second floor, and he installed a uh, three-ton, three-phase unit, and he installed a VFD drive in it, and he hooked it to his solar panel array in his backyard. So he's running oh. he's running mm-hmm. a three-phase unit at his residential house. Pretty cool. Yeah, because it'll do it off single phase. Interesting. into three. Wow. Anyway, I thought he built something that he was controlling his um, what's it called? Water he heater. Made his own, yeah, he did a water source heat pump. Um, That's right. Which he got for free. He did some modifications or whatever on it, and he's using a water heater as a storage tank, and he's using it to cool his garage and heat his hot water. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's how all geos are around here. Hot water generator uh, for the water heater, which you get your most obvious a lot of the summer. And then, yeah, similar. Hmm. Interesting. I got pump and dumps too, where you basically, like, if you got, like, say, well water or something like that, you can run the uh, well into your coax coil and then basically just drain it out to a creek or something somewhere. They frown on that over here as well. We used to do that for a lot of wine cellars in these prestige houses. They they, they have no place to put the water, so we just get it and dump it. And uh, apparently now they're frown uh, frown against that. They don't. The city doesn't want you to do it. That's how a good majority of my ice cream machines that are water cooled are. Very few of them have the the fancy water tower and stuff. They just 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 goes high. Yeah, I went to uh, some little mom and pop ice cream store, and they had a, like a mini chiller out back that that worked all of their their ice cream machines. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just cool in the water. It's just a basically a water coil. Yeah, I never seen anything like that before. All the ones I've ever seen just you know have uh, self contained uh, air cooled condensers in them. 
Yeah, let's see. But then, then what happens is you put more heat load on the building, so now you need a bigger mm-hmm. air conditioner. So true, true. That's the reason why they're doing it. But those aren't cheap. I mean, you're probably talking twenty to well, God only knows what some people charge, but somewhere around the twenty to twenty-five thousand, thirty thousand dollar range. Just depends on how big it is. Like we're running three three ice cream machines and an ice machine off of one on that one. Actually, I did a video on it. Um, several months back and that was that was a uh air coil water to air basically hmm. that's a lot of ice cream cones you got to sell to make up for that man 180 percent profit everybody's claiming that they've done really really well because all the covid crap everybody's like depressed so they're all out buying ice cream hmm. and then the sales are up and everybody's been telling me about 60 percent at least Good. They maybe we can fix this mental health crisis we got going on in america with ice cream i should <laughs> help i should buy, uh, my, buy my wife some ice cream Sure. Yeah, you can eat a lot of ice cream. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, yeah, a lot of ice cream. Oh, yeah. He's like, Rick tried that. Forget it. Yeah, no sh- kidding. Give her some ice cream, but, intolerant. but slip oh, like a roofie in there. <laughs> You'll be good for the night. Mm-hmm. Peace and quiet, man. I tell you what. But so, guys, it's about that time. We ran a little bit overboard tonight, so. Hi, Bonnie. I think everybody's had about just just about enough of us for this week. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Clock out. Mm-hmm. Clock yep. out. Thanks, Fred. You'll be here again for sure, of course. Let's make Rick like, a regular. Shut up. Life. Yeah, if you can fix that echo problem, we'll we'll bring you back. Echo, echo. That echo that you had earlier. <laughs> now he's doing yeah. it. <laughs> I, feel, yeah. I think it's like just an effect that you have engaged on your your uh, mixer. Mm-hmm. As soon as I turned off that processing, it seems like I fixed it. I don't know. And it, it like the echo only happens when you say the word echo. Echo. So notice. Echo. 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 Before I met these guys, I was very busy, and these guys. Mm. Today I went to with with a friend to help him fix a washing machine. We changed out the bearings and and fix the transmission and the water pump. Mm. Nice, good old washing machines. You could. Fix yourself, not like now, 2020, that they look like a robot. Yep. Yeah, see, that's why I buy all my appliances right off Craigslist. I get the old ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Those old ones, they're, they're just sheet metal and motors, man. All right. Those are great. You know what, uh, Yama, Joe? Well, since you great. stole my thunder, how about you take us out? No, no, go ahead. Tough go guy. Ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'll just give it to Rick. No. Rick I'll just stop moving them. People think my screen froze. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yo, man. <laughs> okay, Rick, take Yo. us out since it's frozen. Well, we'd like to thank all of our viewers out there for stopping by and saying hi. We had a great time with you, but it's time to go home and it's time to clock out. So until next time, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Damn camera.
It's out of focus. Peace out. It's out of focus. I think we should all just freeze and we had a High glitch. Five, Joe. Five. Am I supposed to press the button now? Yeah, take us out before people think that we don't uh, know what we're doing. <laughs> before people think we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, don't let them see us with our pants down. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> All right. Until next time. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I know. <laughs> is there, I hate it when that happens. Is there a right button? Yeah. I pressed the, oh, I pressed the, I pressed the intro button. I have a green button and a red button. Yeah. I wonder Did what you hit the green button? Yeah. I want to push no. the button. You need to make yeah. the red button the stop button. I want to push the button. <laughs> I wasn't so paying attention. Do the same kind of disaster tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> at nighttime, that's for sure. All right, I gotta remember: no. red means stop. Yeah. Well, you would think, Adam. Yeah. You Yellow means sort of, kinda. You should. Yeah, sort of, kinda. Well, sort of used to could. Mm-hmm. All right. We're gonna add that Mexican hat dance to this. Yeah. I got that. I got that drop somewhere. So. I'll have to find it. Yep. Oh, Wow!